I'm pleased to announce today Canada's support and principle for the United 2026 bid to co-host the 2026 FIFA World Cup with Mexico and the United States. All right, that is Canada's Minister of Sport, Christy Duncan, today in Toronto announcing Ottawa's support for a bid. But my question, do we really want the FIFA World Cup here? So... We are going to be, I guess the feds are going to give $5 million in support of a bid between Canada, U.S., and Mexico. And look, I know how popular soccer is. I I truly get it. It's massive, certainly outside of North America. And the tournament itself gets over 3 billion eyeballs. But I think to host it, it costs $45 million. That does not factor in all the infrastructure needed to host such an event. And, you know, BMO Field ain't going to cut it. So we could possibly have to spend hundreds of millions to build new stadiums. And then we only get to host 10 games. So is it worth the price? Nigel Reed is a soccer broadcaster, analyst, and writer, and he joins me now. So, Nigel, you know, there's a lot of excitement about this tournament possibly coming here. Um, But I think a lot of people will, will be questioning whether it's worth the investment to only get 10 games. Is it worth it? Well, you always get these questions, Alex, before any major event, whether it's the World Cup or the Olympic Games or the Pan American Games, any of these big sporting events, the host cities uh, and the naysayers are always going to say, yeah, well, it's coming out of my tax dollars and I'm not interested and I'm not going and so on and so forth. But I mean, I've heard I've been living in Toronto for 15 years uh, and I've heard so many people say, well, if Toronto wants to be a world class city, then it has to be in the mix for these major events. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, obviously I'm a soccer fan. I come from Europe. Uh, It's my favorite sport. I grew up on it. And, uh, and yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think this is a tremendous opportunity uh, to grow the game in Canada. And let's not forget, by 2026, it will be 40 years since Canada last played at a World Cup. So, yeah, it's time, and it's time we put our hands in our pockets and the government agencies put their hands in their pockets and said, yeah, we're ready to welcome the world and have and hold the uh, prestigious World Cup in Canada and across North America. How would it work as far as splitting it up? Because as I understand, the bid cities would be Toronto, I mean, obviously Mexico and the United States, but um, Toronto, Montreal, Edmonton, and Vancouver. I mean, how would they then divvy this up? Would only one major city get it in Canada? No, I think they would spread it across. Basically, what's going to happen, Alex, is that there will be 80 games in total. It'll be a very different animal, the World Cup, by the way, in 2026, because it'll be the first with 48 countries taking part. Now, 10 of those 80 games have already been designated that they will be played in Canada. So, I mean, yes, of course, Toronto. Yes, you would say definitely Montreal. Absolutely Vancouver. And, and why not Edmonton? There's, uh, there's uh, certainly uh, you know, uh, an appetite that has been demonstrated for, for the game uh, in the City of Champions uh, for many, many decades. So, you know, whether it's 2-2, two, 2-2, two, two and two, or, or whether, you know, one of the bigger cities gets more, that remains to be seen. But there will be, without question, 10 of those 80 games played on Canadian soil. Yeah, I think the one question would be, I mean, I know the price tag to, you know, host one of these things would be about $45 million, give or take. But then there's the talk of the infrastructure. And so 
you know, soccer's a huge sport. It gets much, much bigger crowds than football games and uh, anything else, basketball. How would you then go about? Because I don't think there's an appetite to build hundreds of millions of dollars worth of stadiums. Well, that is the big question mark, isn't it, Alex? Is, is where do we put these games? Uh, do we start from scratch? Do we tear down what we've got and start again? Or do we make do and mend? Or do we expand the uh, existing facilities, which would obviously make a lot more financial sense? So let's narrow it down to Toronto, for example. You have BMO Field, which is a purpose-built soccer stadium. At the moment, it holds 30,000. You could add temporary seating there, I think, at either end and probably make that up to 40,000. Now, I say 40,000 because up until now, uh, a, a capacity of 40,000 has been the minimum for any stadium in any country hosting uh, a, a World Cup game. But bear in mind what I said about the fact that the World Cup will look very different in 2026. There will be 48, not 32 countries uh, taking part. So maybe the criteria... Uh, the stadium criteria in terms of capacity uh, would also change maybe in a downward fashion. So maybe 30,000 would be enough uh, in eight years' time. Is this better to host than the Olympics, do you think? I don't think necessarily. I think it's kind of apples and pears, to be honest. Uh, I I think, uh, from a personal point of view, both uh, the Olympics and the World Cup are, are wonderful global events which bring... Uh, worldwide attention to the countries and the cities, uh, you know, in which they are stay are, are staged. And of course, you're always gonna get the the cynics and the naysayers who are saying, you know, it's all too much money. How do we actually, you know, monetize uh, the uh, the advantage or the prestige or the perceived prestige uh, of staging these uh, particular events. I wouldn't necessarily compare the two, but certainly the World Cup is as big globally uh, as the Olympic Games. And as far as soccer itself, I mean, outside of, of Canada, outside of North America, soccer is kind of still new here, um, but it's huge everywhere else. But if you talk to the younger generations now, while hockey has always been Canada's sport, I'm seeing many, many more young people turning to soccer. I mean, all my nephews, everybody outside of of, um, of my family, they all play soccer and they're not playing hockey. Is there, is there a change going on? Well, I'm, I'm sure you've seen the statistics and the government reports and so on and so forth. And uh, I mean, we, we get sick of, uh, of talking about this particular statistic, but it is nonetheless uh, a proven fact that there are more registered soccer players in Canada than any other sport, including hockey. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that overnight Canada is going to turn to soccer and turn its back on hockey. Of course, that's not going to happen. But there is certainly uh, an appetite for soccer. There are youngsters uh, who are growing up who are learning the game, learning the skills of the game, and learning to support the game. And bear in mind, we're talking about a tournament that's eight years away. So some of these youngsters will be young people, young adults uh, with uh, disposable income when the World Cup comes around in 2026. So maybe they'll want to go and see it too. You think we'll get it? Oh, I don't think there's any question about the fact that it's coming here. Uh, The U.S., Canada, Mexico uh, bid is up against uh, Morocco. The winner will be announced uh, in June, and uh, and I, I'm almost certain that the uh, World Cup is coming back to North America. I mean, if you just look at the kind of uh, crowds that the tournament attracted all those years ago in 1994, when the U.S. was new to soccer 
uh, didn't have a professional league. I mean, the crowds were enormous. And there is something about the World Cup, Alex. It's rather like there's mm. something about the Olympic Games. It draws uh, eyes on television and on digital, but it also draws big crowds as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's coming, and I can't wait for it. I bet. All right, Nigel, thank you so much. My pleasure, Alex. Have a great day. Yeah, my question still remains. Is it worth the price that we will pay? you got four cities divvying up 10 games. It might be the lousiest of all the teams. And outside of the major cities of Toronto, Edmonton, Montreal, Vancouver, who else benefits? And this is not a shot at soccer. Okay, I'm not taking a shot at soccer. I'm just wondering. You know, we've got all these problems with trying to get subsidized housing, homeless people freezing on the streets and all that. I, I just, I'm not a big fan of doing these things if we're not taking care of our own. That's just me. I'm crazy like that. I get it. You get a great economic blip for about a week and a half, two weeks. But again, you have to spend hundreds of millions of dollars to get them here. So is it really worth it? I don't know. We'll debate that in a bit.